Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneur network.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith, while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 166 brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard and become an influential voice in your industry with a podcast. And I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the Podcasting Queen. Now, my guest today says God restores the brokenhearted into his own masterpiece. He brings faith, hope and love. So joining me on today's show is Maricelli Marte. Maricelli started a women's group about three and a half years ago in a moment of her life when she needed support and encouragement and the group has changed her life and the way that she views things and now she wants to help other women to be empowered and to show them that they are not alone. Maricelli is also pursuing her passion in becoming a life coach and a wellness coach to make a difference in others lives. Now on today's show she's going to share how God changed her life how God makes miracles and he restores the brokenhearted. There's nothing too hard for our God. Uh, and also how he has given her a second chance. So many important uh, insights to discuss on today's show. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for and it's a privilege to be on your show today. It's an honor. Thank you. Oh, look, look our honor is uh, ours as well, extending that to you. I think what's um, really incredible about this particular show is that, you know, we are able to share our struggles and the challenges that we've had. Uh, and more importantly, you know, how we really leverage the strength of our Father, of our God, who we know loves us so very much and um, being able to share that testimony i think can often be um, that seed of hope i think in someone else's life that may be struggling uh, through a similar situation and, you know it's interesting Maricelli, when i read through your introduction today so that three and a half years ago in the moment that you needed support and encouragement you started a group and I think back to 2015, 2016, it would have been, I launched mm -hmm. Women in Leadership podcast to do exactly that for me too. There was a situation that I was struggling with. And it's incredible that when you create an environment in which you can often experience, you know, your own healing and growth, that that becomes often the impetus that then has you go and spread that message to be the support for others as well. Take us back to that uh, time, if you will. Explain what was going on, as much as obviously you want to share, but um, I think because this could really be the, I guess, the light for someone else who may be struggling with the same thing. 
Wow, I want to say it was maybe 2014. I had actually remarried. Um, I was a single mom for many years. And being a single mom, um, it was hard. You know, Christian mom who grew up at a Pentecostal home, mm -hmm. you don't believe in divorce, you don't believe in failures, you don't believe in, in a broken marriage. So for me, I was ashamed. I, I felt guilt. I felt alone. Mm. And I struggled with that for many, many, many years that I actually walked away from God. Mm. And that's when, you know, as a single mom, you start viewing things differently and you start going out and you start hanging out and you start being around the wrong crowd altogether. Mm -hmm. And it was something that I was lost for many years. And 2014 was when I hit rock bottoms. I ended up at a place that I didn't know how to come from. Mm -hmm. I didn't have anyone to help me. I didn't have that positive influence in my life. I didn't trust people because I was rejected for when I was younger in that stage where I got divorced, that I walked away from God. I walked away from the church and I blamed God. Mm. And it was a scary part in my life. And that's when I hit rock bottoms was October 5th, 2014. And it was the hardest moment in my life and in my marriage, because I had just gotten married that year, mm. um, and in my children's, I lost their respect, I lost their trust, and I had a fight to earn their trust. And still today, I work hard every mm. single day. Mm. Just because of that little problem, it made me see who I was as a person, and I didn't like who I was as a person. And that's when I created that Facebook group for women mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, just to encourage others. Hey, you're not alone. Even if you have a, an addiction, a drug addiction, an alcohol addiction that you can't control, you know what? There is hope. There is, God does miracle. He did a miracle in my life. Yeah. And that's where I'm here today. So. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And I think, you know, so often we will go through experiences and absolutely God doesn't love divorce, but there are some aspects of the relationship where you may try and do as much as you can, but there are two people in that relationship. And whilst we can control our own thoughts, feelings, actions, in our reactions, we certainly can't control the others. So if there's uh, a parting of the ways, if you will, a separation and, and, and a divorce, then we know that we have a loving, forgiving God. And one of the things often I think the enemy then does is uh, help has, have us feel shame, shame, guilt, doubt, which absolutely does not come from God at all. And I think it's a great reminder for all of us as Christians that when we have fellow brothers and sisters who are struggling with something is not to be judgmental at all, mm -hmm. but rather, you know, look how Jesus interacted with others when they were going through struggles. And he, you know, had compassion, love, forgiveness. And uh, I think that's so very important. So when you think back to the time that you started the women's group, when was it that you started to recognize that going in your own steam, if you will, through your own strength was just not enough to really give you the healing, the comfort and the peace I'm sure you were seeking. What was that moment for you? Or were there many moments? I think there were many moments, <laughs> to be honest. 
Um, you know, just starting the group at first, I had no idea how to run a group, first of all. I just started the group um, just putting quotes and I actually put things that I was feeling, mm -hmm. things that I was going at my current moment, that's how I felt. So I would just share that. And I mean, I was very quiet. I wouldn't come to the group at all. I wouldn't even engage anyone. I wouldn't even have a conversation. I would just put quotes. Mm -hmm. And I want to say maybe 2016, 17, that's when I started to change. Well, wait a minute. Why do I have this group? What is the whole purpose of the group? What is the whole purpose of me being here? Mm -hmm. And that's when I started researching myself. And that's when I learned that I wanted to become a, either a coach mm -hmm. or a mentor. Mm -hmm. So I decided to go that route and I started like studying other groups. Okay, what other women's are doing to engage other women? And pretty much I just started coming to the group. I started putting myself in the group. I was pouring who I was. I was being open, transparent, mm -hmm. uh, pretty much that's who I started becoming and just telling them my struggles mm -hmm. uh, with alcohol, having the struggle with having kids and being a single mom and the struggle that I had, how to surpass that, mm. how to trust myself. Mm. And pretty much I just started sharing that with the group and somehow overnight it started growing, growing. And here I am today and, you know, I'm trying to develop something positive in there and we're trying to, establish like mentors within yeah. the ladies mm -hmm. and that's my next goal yeah very exciting during yeah. the time when you're going through the healing process and obviously really sharing some of the inspiring quotes that you found really helpful were there some bible verses in there that really rang true and that you clung on to over that time yes there was actually uh philippians 4 6 7 mm -hmm. i always had anxiety and fear. That was my main thing in my life, the fear. Yeah. And I had to live that Bible mm -hmm. verse, you know, just pray about everything and let God work everything out. My yeah. situation was I wanted to be in control. Mm. And sometimes we had, we can't be in control. We have to let go and let God work in, in our own lives. Mm. In order for me to grow, I had to let go. Mm. of that control and yes. the fear yes so. something else that um you know through the conversations that i've had with many people over the uh, over this um, particular show and the experiences that i have had through my life one of the most important things that i recognize is, is so important and also in the bible is around forgiveness and forgiveness so much that we do let it go what we may we may not be saying in our forgiveness that what they did was right but rather being able to forgive so that we can experience that healing and let go of that energetic all of the anxiety the anger fear and everything that goes with that was that something that you needed to do as as well yes i actually the one thing that i also struggled was forgiveness uh, with the people that I knew, my parents, my family. Um, forgiveness was the hardest mm. to do because again, like you say, you start developing these uh, feelings inside of hate and you start hating yourself. You start hating what the church is mm. and 
you start having these resentments against these people. And I totally avoid the church. I would just go uh, to take my kids. Mm -hmm. I went to church so that way they have an upbringing in the church. Mm -hmm. But the forgiveness part came in 2014 when um, I, I hit a moment where I ended up in the hospital and I was put in the hospital for at least four days. I had to stay in the hospital and I was embarrassed. I didn't understand how I got there, but it was the hate that I had inside myself that took me to that place, took me to that type of environment. And once I got there, I had to fight for my life. I had to say, you know what, God, you took me here. I was brought here for a reason. So this means that I have to leave my hatred. I had to leave everything. I had to leave who I was. I had to leave her there. Mm -hmm. And I had to come back as a different person altogether. Yes, yes. You know, um, something else that uh, is so apparent is that, and you mentioned this earlier, Maricelli, that previously in, in your life, maybe even as a child, uh, experiences caused you to feel rejection. Now, sometimes as a child, it may not really be rejection, but we just take it on board, don't we? Our thoughts and our feelings are um, have come about through the experience that we've had. And then as we experience other situations that can often, um, the word exacerbate, but, but really strengthen that particular feeling or experience that, hey, I'm being rejected. Isn't it interesting that as people were commenting and saying things to you, I'd imagine that that just in increased the feelings that they don't understand that I was rejected and that just really shone a light on it. Would you have said that that's true, that that the experiences that you were going through just made you feel even worse because you were feeling rejected and they didn't understand you? Is that kind of what was going on for you as well? Yes, it was actually a lot of the rejection that yeah. I took towards that whole negative yeah. environment. Yes. And the um, it's just the whole part of, having a female with two kids and you view her different because mm. something happened in her life. And yeah. at the time, back in the days, you know, they, it wasn't very, it wasn't something you talked about. Yeah. Uh, divorce. It wasn't, mm. it was something that you shoved under the rug. She's divorced. So let's put her in the category as you can't talk to her because that's contagious. Mm. Um, that's going to run off on all the other women in church. And it was a, a very hard place in my life. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So it, it felt like I was rejected. Yeah. Yes. And so to finish off that circle, if we will, on that conversation, it's really that you, you said you hit rock bottom and then you realized, you know what, God, I just need to let go and let you uh, take over. And how when you went through that stage of being able to forgive and recognize that you were not rejected, you are not what others assumed or presumed, but rather mm -hmm. you were loved, you were forgiven, that that became your identity. You started to look at who God said you were and are. Uh, how was that different then? What, what sort of significant changes did you see both in yourself and how you would let other people affect you? And maybe even that, they changed too when they saw you change. What were some of the things going on for you then at that time? 
Well, um, I guess it was just his mercy. Mm. Uh, he gave me the second chance. And I got home and I started to work on myself. Mm -hmm. I've never worked on myself before. I really never really knew what that was, you know, have a, a high standard for yourself. I think I was a, a very low self-esteem about myself. Mm -hmm. And when I got home, my husband actually started buying me books and how to become a wife, you know, how to be a, a good mom. Cause I didn't know how to be a mom. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't know how to speak positive into my kid's life. Mm -hmm. So imagine me being a negative person. The only thing I was sowing was negative words to my kids and just viewing that. Now I see it now. And just thinking back, I actually started changing everything, how I thought, mm -hmm. how I view things. If I saw somebody that was broken, completely broken, I would actually see something positive in that. You know mm -hmm. what? We are all broken pieces. And God will turn that around and he creates a masterpiece. Mm -hmm. You know, it's that song that, you know, God uses broken people. Yeah. And I started changing my entire view on life on, and on everything, on my kids, on my husband, as a wife, um, as a daughter, as a mom. And I started working on those relationships. Yeah. So important. And I so important. Let's um, speak more into this because I think so many of us continue to struggle because we've clung on to situations, experiences, which absolutely, you know, from the from every aspect was unfair, unwarranted. However, by hanging on to that and by reliving it, if you will, by continuing to speak it. And every time we speak something or th think something, we give it life. We need to let it go. We need to give it forgiveness so that we can start to speak life into us. And of course, we know that Jesus is the living water and, and, and obviously life. So you said you started to really change the way you thought, the way that, that you spoke, the way that you approached life. Did you feel um, a difference in just, you know, sometimes we can go through life and feel just heavy. We're just carrying this heavy weight that, uh, you know, on our shoulders. Tell me, did you feel that before with all of the negativity and did you notice that that started to release? You felt lighter and as your, your emotions started to change. How was that for you? Um, it actually did. It made a big impact in my life and in my husband's life and in my kid's life yeah. because they were like, who is this person? You know, mm. I started to speak differently to them. I started to approach our situations in different ways than my kids. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's when it took them a while for them to get used to that yes. person. Yes. Um, it took them a very long time to trust me again mm. and to see mom has actually changed. She's not that party crazy girl that, you know, yeah. that selfless girl you know, the, the one that had no self-control. Mm. So the thing is for me, I had to develop positive habits Yeah. because I yeah. need discipline in my life. I yeah. need structure. Mm. So in order for me to change, I started doing structures in my life. I would actually wake up every single day and I would say, okay, Mari, smile, be happy, be positive, no matter what comes your way. And actually I started doing that every single day. Yes. And I did it for almost a year and a half. 
Mm. And that's where I started seeing the difference. And I said, oh my God, that actually does work. Yeah. But also praying, mm. asking God to heal me from this, to mm-hmm. help me. Because you know what? It's very easy to go back to mm. who we were. Yes. Because it is. I mean, yeah. it's something that comes back very easy. It's a habit. You mm. can break that habit in 22 days. But the problem is, are we consistent with that work? Yeah. That's what helped me. And I think, you know, as you would be um, learning through um, being, I'm sure, incredible uh, insights through life coaching and and wellness coaching, we recognize that, you know, often as we are changing our habits, it is strengthening the neural pathways in our brains. It's scientifically proven. And it says in the, that's why it says in the Bible, renew your mind every morning, every single morning, lean into me. Because we've got an enemy that wants to distract us, wants to discourage us, uh, you know, and, and things happen. But what we don't want to have happen is that we trigger and we go back to our old our habits. So, you know, the, the fact that you said it took you a year and a half, but you set that it can consistency if you will or that intention that I'm going to do this every single day and I'm sure now that as you continue to strengthen that in your own life it really strengthened that in the, the life of your children your husband now who you know each and every day just earned more trust built more trust uh, how they thought about you as well yes yes it's um, I want to say maybe last year uh, that's when my son yeah. actually forgave me yeah. and he's what 19 now he's in college mm-hmm. um he's doing awesome my daughter also will be going to college now and you know i she was here last year with me and i had a i had her so it was me and her and we actually grew our relationship mm-hmm. where the point where my daughter really was angry you know mm-hmm. she hated me for a very long time and i had a i had a fight for mm-hmm. my relationship to bring back that love, mm-hmm. that positive attitude towards my kids. I had to change my whole environment. The problem is that sometimes as women, we forget that we set our environment in our home. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn that I had to change that. If I was upset, my entire family would feel it. Yes. So that's when I started saying, okay, Mari, you have to try to at least be positive so i started playing christian music in my household Mm -hmm. and still today i wake up every morning and i play my christian music and my kids are around that they learn that in my household there was no circular music Mm -hmm. just christian music and that's how i started developing uh, my friendship with my kids and my daughter and i mean we grew closer and I'm thankful for that because only God does that miracle. Yes. Nobody else but God. That's mm-hmm. that's my belief, and that's what I what I saw in my life, and in my husband, and in my kids' lives. So. Mm, yes. You know, thank you so much for sharing that because I think so many of us can struggle with that and often we can end up um, playing that horrible blame and shame game ourselves and then unfortunately if we don't deal with it, unknowingly we can often um, impart that, can't we, to those around us just in, not even in our words, but in our actions and just the emotions that we have. And as we know, you know, emotions set off energy and um, you can walk in, that's why they say you can walk into a room and you can cut the air with a knife and I think you know um, the peace 
and comfort that we so often look for as people we know as Christians we can only find you know in and through him you know one of the things that I learned and you might have learned this too this is in my coaching um, courses that I've done uh, many years ago was that you know people will do the best that they can with the resources with the abilities with the knowledge the insights that they have and their yes. actions will often demonstrate uh, that. And so, you know, so often we can look and judge others. Um, but if they had different resources, if they had different experiences, upbringing, someone spoke a kind word of, or if they really knew Jesus as their Lord and Savior, they and, and didn't have the shame and guilt. Because sometimes what happens is we do know who Jesus is, but we live that cycle of, of shame and guilt and just continue to repeat that. Once that's broken, um, as you've done now, you, you've had better actions, interactions um, and intentions and that just completely plays out as you have a living proof into, you know, incredible uh, testimony. What would you say, Mari, if someone was right in the position where you were a number of years ago, what would be a couple of insights you want to share with her today? And there may be some men they're watching that are in the same situation. What would you say to them? I would actually say, don't be so hard on yourself. Um, that's one thing that I was very hard on myself. I self-sabotaged who I was, you know, I, I would listen to these negative thoughts in my head. And again, that's where the enemy comes. Um, he starts attacking us through our mind, through our heads, you know, mm -hmm. even though we feel something way, but you know what, that's where he goes through our minds. Mm -hmm. and. We have to guard yeah. our mind in order for us to break any patterns, to break any old habits. We have to come to Christ. We have to accept him first mm -hmm. and try to let his cleansing work through you. Um, a lot of times we try to do God's work. You know, mm -hmm. I, I used to try to hurry up God, you know, I can't do this, you know, slower mm. I want to do this my way and a lot of times when we take control we messed up mm. and we might fall again I could say it's been maybe three years how many times have I not fallen mm. and I had to get up mm. and even though I fell you know what I got right back up I apologized to my kids and I would try it even harder mm. um and I will say to anyone that's going through that, you know what, just try to find a positive environment. Mm -hmm. If you are around negative people all the time, guess what? The only thing you're going to be getting poor on is negative thoughts, mm -hmm. negative attitudes, negative energy. And that's not going to help anyone, yeah. especially if there is an addiction. Mm -hmm. Addiction is very hard to break. Yes. It absolutely is. And I think sometimes what can happen when we're struggling with one thing, what we do is we end up just trying to shift a little bit and it, something becomes an addiction. And then that in itself becomes the issue that we're struggling with. But often if we go back to what was the cause of that, and often it has to do with our identity. Um, mm -hmm. And around that there's shame, as you've said, and guilt. 
um, and and often it's the and even the self forgiveness I think and that's where we're talking about your self confidence when that is so low it's all it's almost impossible isn't it for someone to speak life and truth into you and that's where you've got we've got to break that um, and have some incredible Bible verses that we know have them on side around with you that's what I find because when you know when we when we repeat that back and we just know those as we know the the word of God is the the sword of the the spirit then anytime the enemy um, you know comes up we can just help hold that sword and swish 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 and you know he will flee we're, we're told that but as you say and I want to just re-emphasize that it takes time and guess what you are absolutely worth it absolutely <laughs> worth it your children are absolutely worth it I'm sure you would agree yes. and so is your husband and the family relationship that uh, you're continuing uh, to, to grow Mother Sally, thank you so much for sharing that. Share a little bit more about uh, the group that you've created. I'm sure you still run that. And, of course, uh, some of the services and support that you're able to offer people and the best way for them to connect with you. Wow. Um, yes, actually, I have a couple of ladies I help out uh, with the group. The group has grown. It's about 1,400 women now. And that's a lot. Yeah. And for myself, I feel sometimes that I get lost in the whole process. So what we do is um, I have a group of ladies that if anybody needs prayer, anybody needs encouragement, anybody needs anything, you know, they are very welcome to mm -hmm. reach out to any of, of us in the group. Mm -hmm. um, we usually meet maybe every other week we have a live group mm -hmm. and we read books and we talk about situations. We talk about different topics that has to do with life, that has to do with marriage. Uh, we actually are working right now in a conference uh, for the group for next year. Wow. So we're working on that big conference and yeah, I'm excited. I'm nervous. Um, and from this, I have learned to appreciate who I am as a woman. Because mm -hmm. again, like you said, I didn't have or I didn't know who I was. Yes. I didn't have uh, an identity. Mm -hmm. I lost that mm -hmm. in the process. Yeah. And a lot of these women that come in there, they're looking for self-worth, who they are, you know, how to get that back. You know, how, how can you get that back? Mm. And pretty much like we try to establish positive and like you said, a lot of Bible verses. Yeah. And you could see my wall. Yeah. Those yeah. are all the Love my it. Bible verses <laughs> and my prayers. And that's pretty much where I sit there and I pray. Mm. Yes. Prayer is uh, an incredible um, a spiritual warfare tool for sure and, and one that builds us up individually as well. And what is the best uh, way for them to connect with you? They could connect through Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, it's actually uh, Women's uh, with Faith and Confidence. They could connect anytime, either through my name, they could mm -hmm. find the group um, through my email, mariselimaite08 at gmail.com. Um, but once they're in the group, uh, we're constantly watching people that are there, you know, their engagement, um, oh, prayers, a lot of women ask for prayers, a lot of women ask for support. Mm. And that's what we're there for, you know, just to support one another. Because again, three years ago when I didn't have, I didn't have that support group. Mm -hmm. And like you said, it gives me, um, it gives me strength. Yes. When I help somebody and I see somebody growing, it gives me that strength mm -hmm. and it gives me 
uh, that aha moment, if you mm. want to say it. <laughs> You're but, doing your ministry in that um, area, Maticelli, I think is just so powerful. I, it, from the conversations, and sometimes I'll repeat these things because people who are listening, and of course for yourself in this ministry, you said something, and I think this is so true. Women, even though we know as in the in the Bible and in the church, you know the, the the husbands are the head of the house, but the woman she can set the environment through how she shows up. You know, we are intercessors for our children and our marriage and our husband through prayer and through the commitment to reading the word. And I think, you know, for women whose self-confidence um, is unfortunately has taken a hit for some or other reason, that's where the enemy starts to really, um, you know, trigger and just wear away to the point that that absolutely flows on right through her relationship. So I think, you know, it's a time that we just plant a flag in the sand and say, you know, women, your level of self-confidence, you know, grow that, read the word, um, you know, ensure your identity doesn't come through the world or what they say or how many likes or shares or whatever you have on social media because often we can, let's be honest, ladies, we can often look at that, can't we? <laughs> and it validates our self-worth. That's not where we, you know, our self-worth is in who Christ says we are and we are loved uh, we are redeemed and uh, we are children of the, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And, um, you know, and from everything, you know, seek first his kingdom and all will be given unto you. Maricelli, thank you so much for coming on the show. We will put all of those links uh, on the show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE166. We'll also tag, uh, make sure we tag you in this Facebook Live so that people can then go and connect uh, through to your community on Facebook and check out the awesome work that you're continuing to do there. One of the things that I do for all of my guests is to close the show in a word of prayer. May I do that for you today? Yes, thank you. Fantastic, Amen. thank you. Father, thank you for uh, the opportunity to speak with Maricelli and uh, that she could come on the show today and just share her testimony. One, Lord, where she was previously struggling, she, as she shared through her story, she really felt lost, yet through your word, through your love, through your grace, through your forgiveness, she's been able to not only restore her own life and grow her self-confidence, Lord, but also impact the life of her children, her husband, her family, and now, of course, the work that she's doing in her ministry with other women. Father, we just want to pray for her ministry. We want to pray for other women, women that you have called, women who don't yet realize the incredible gifts and strengths that you have uh, gifted them with and that are just lying dormant. Father, we ask the Holy Spirit to start really building those women up, giving them a voice that you already have destined for them. Um, and we pray uh, that you break and bind in the name of Jesus. Any enemy, enemies, um, strongholds, will you break and bind them, Father, in the name of Jesus, that they too can step forward and speak life, hope, which we know is you, into the lives of other women and, of course, into their own families, Father. We just want to uphold everything that Maricelli is doing in her ministry uh, for ongoing blessings, for ongoing favour, Lord, because we know that uh, this is going to make such a difference in the lives of their family, in the lives of their community, in the church, and, of course, uh, the world as a whole. We ask this all in the precious name of your son, Jesus. Amen. 
Amen. Wow. Thank you, you Maricelli. That was, it's Thank so you. important. As I said, I repeat things that I'm sensing and I really feel that uh, there's so many women who really don't know the incredible gifts and, you know, the hope that they can speak into others through sharing hope and, and their own stories. And, you know, guilt and shame uh, are just emotions that will keep us stuck. And so the story that you shared today and the hope and inspiration, the Bible verses, thank you. I know that uh, it's going to make a big difference in many people's lives. So thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. All right. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklist to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.